Is your body in sync with your mind? Is it telling you something that you need to pay attention to? And that is the quote of the day. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Today's episode is brought to you by The Jerf Bar, my very own USDA organic, gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, and non-GMO delicious real food bar available at JerfBar.com. Today's featured speaker is Carol Ward. And I enjoyed this talk because it's about the connection between the mind and the body. And it's such an important connection. And, you know, every once in a while, somebody will email me and they'll ask, Sean, how did you build your business? Can you give me some tips on how to build my business? And I say, of course, you know, there's marketing involved. There are sales involved. There's content creation involved. All these things I love to do. But one of the most important ingredients here, the one of the most important ingredients for success, not just in business, but in life, is I follow my feelings. I follow my intuition. If something does not feel right, I refuse to do it. There have been opportunities, like huge opportunities presented to me. And I'll be like, "Mm, there's just something about that that just doesn't feel right. And I want to create a distinction here. I'm not talking about like negative self-talk or that cognitive dissonance that we get when we start moving towards something new. You know, those feelings of fear, those feelings of, I don't know if I should do this. It's something different. It's like a deep feeling. It's just this intuitive feeling like, mm-mm, this is not right. And I feel like, as Carol points out here, that, you know, a lot of us don't listen to those feelings. We don't follow those feelings. And then we end up in situations that we don't want to be in. And so, uh, without further ado, here's Carol. A couple of years ago, I was taking a class in downtown Manhattan that used to meet at night. And it was during the summer. And when class was over, I would walk from the east side to over to the west side with my friend Caroline. And we used to go down 8th Street because they have all the shoe stores. And we would talk, and we'd talk about class, and we'd talk about the shoes. And one night, it's like July, about 8 o'clock at night, we were headed toward the subway. And coming toward us in the distance were what looked like Three college kids, you know, wearing T-shirts and jeans, laughing and joking around. And as they started to move closer, I had this thought. Something's going to happen. You know that feeling that you get, the kind of uncomfortable, uneasy feeling in your body where something doesn't feel like, you know, it doesn't feel right? It's that feeling you get when your mother says she wants to fix you up with somebody nice. Well, that was the kind of feeling I had. And I felt this anxiety and fear, but it didn't make any sense to me because they weren't paying attention to us and there were a lot of people around. So I pushed the feeling aside. And as we were crossing paths, all of a sudden one of the guys on the outside reached out, grabbed me, picked me up and swung me around and pushed me back across the sidewalk. And then they just took off. And I have no idea to this day why they did it. But when I got my balance, I had two thoughts. I'm okay. 
and I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. I felt it in my body, but I didn't trust it. And those words, I knew it, is something that I've heard time and time again from patients in my private practice. Businessmen and entrepreneurs and artists saying to me, I knew it. I knew I should have launched my idea into the marketplace, but I didn't, and now somebody else has. Or I knew I shouldn't have taken that job because it didn't feel right, and now I'm very unhappy. Or this one, I knew I shouldn't have gone out on that second date because that was a disaster. <laughs> and whenever they would describe that feeling, they would do the same thing that I did when I described that night. They would point back to some place in their body, a gut feeling, a feeling in their chest, like the hair standing up in the back of their neck. They kept saying, I feel it here. But like me, they keep choosing to ignore it. And that conflict between body and mind is something that has really fascinated me as a therapist. So my background is as a clinical social worker. And while I was going to school, I started getting intrigued by the field of somatic therapy, which is body-mind psychotherapy. And basically what it is, it's, it's the belief that we not only process feelings and thoughts and emotions in our mind, but we also process them in the body. We manage them here. And that was really interesting to me because I was tired of being in my own head and overthinking things all the time. And I thought, if I can find a way to cut through that, I'm in. And here's what I discovered. That emotions have an arc to them, that they rise and fall as we express them. And the, the best image that describes it for me is that first hill in a roller coaster. You know, it's the steepest one. And even if you've never been on one, it's the one that takes you up the, you know, the farthest and then drops you down. And if you're in that little car, you know that as you're sitting there, you're feeling a lot of feelings. Fear, excitement, anticipation. And when you get to the top and you go down on the other side, you let out those feelings, usually screaming your head off. <laughs> and then if the ride were to come to a stop, you'd move into a state of calmness. But what would happen if those emotions and feelings did not get released? Where would they go if they got stuck at the top of expression? Well, we're really smart as human beings. And we like to figure out a way to survive. And if you grew up with the message, verbally or non-verbally, that what you felt and what you wanted to express was not allowed, You'd find a way to get through. You'd find a way to manage. And from a body-mind perspective, we do that by physically shifting. We literally suck it up, or we clench our jaws, or we lock our knees, or we scrunch up our shoulders. We use the muscles in our body to push down what we feel until we're no longer connected to what we want to say and what we want to express. And then we find ourselves walking around without even realizing it with our shoulders up to our ears until the body surprises us. And one morning you wake up and your jaws are really tense, but there's nothing medically wrong with you. Or you're taking a yoga class and you do that posture and all of a sudden the tears are streaming down your face. Or you're out to drinks, having drinks with friends, and you start to relax, and a wave of anger comes to the surface. 
Because when the body has a chance to relax, it will release whatever is being held there. So I started to think, well, how do we find our way back to being open to what we feel inside? And this is what I found. That if we bring a certain mindfulness to what's going on physically, whenever we need to make a personal or professional decision, we can raise our awareness. Do you feel expansive when you go to sign that deal? Or do you feel contractive? Do you feel excited when you think about bringing that person into your firm? Or is there a feeling of dread? As you look at their resume, even though it looks perfect, as they sit across from you, is your stomach flipping? And can you give yourself the space to figure out what that means? Is your body in sync with your mind? Is it telling you something that you need to pay attention to? Now, sometimes you get those feelings right away, and you understand it, and you make the decision. And sometimes it just takes a little bit of time to figure it out. It doesn't mean you don't have to keep going toward what you want, but you just need to give yourself the space to understand what it means. And one of the best resources I have found to remind me is my dog, Jordy. Found tied up on the streets of Brooklyn, now living happily in our green couch, a deeply feeling in his body being. But sometimes when we're out walking, he confuses mailboxes for large people. He just can't quite get it in his head. But the interesting thing is he doesn't stop moving toward what he wants. He keeps going, but he moves toward it with awareness. He keeps noticing with a certain kind of alertness and a certain kind of tension. What am I seeing? And once he recognizes what it is, he relaxes and just goes toward what he wants. So from Jordy and from my study of body-mind psychotherapy, I've learned one thing. The body doesn't lie. It might get confused. We might eat when we're angry. We might drink when we're sad. We might consume way more caffeine than we really need when all we need is a nap. But ultimately, the body strives to move us toward emotional and mental health. And when we're open here, we're open to what's out there. The opportunity to say yes if we want to or no if it just doesn't feel right to us, no matter what anybody says. It's my deepest conviction that when we get into our bodies, we get into our lives. And when we are into our lives, anything is possible. All right, that was Carol Ward encouraging you to do what feels right in your body. Her website is carolward.com. If you want to watch that entire talk, you can go to the TEDx Talks YouTube channel. Look up Finding Your Inner Voice, Carol Ward at TEDx Times Square. That is it for me. I will see you tomorrow with our Friday episode of the Quote of the Day show. I'm out. Peace. Peace.